It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. For those of you who know me, you know that every now and then I'll come across an article that was pointed out to me where I just say yes, yes, and more yes. There was an article that was recently brought to my attention by a gentleman named Don Jansen. Now, the thing about him is he's a doctor of veterinary medicine, and he's um, retired as corporate director of animal health at the San Diego Zoo. So he he seems to be a pretty reputable gentleman, and I love, love, love this article. So he wrote an article called People, Relationships, and Results, How to Keep the Right Focus. And what you have here is just a really, really great article. So I'm going to take an opportunity to read through the article with you and chime in with some comments along the way. So here we go. So he says, he starts off with a quote. He says, a life is not important except the impact that it has on others' lives. And that's a quote from Jackie Robinson, which I think is a, an incredibly famous quote. He starts, a colleague once asked me, when a crisis develops with so much to think about, where should I focus my attention? I felt it was a great question. Conventional wisdom says we should, off, we should direct our best efforts at achieving goals and results. Outcomes and performance are what matter. But none of that seemed to be the proper answer. As I thought about it, my mind jumped back to a moment of crisis that I had years before. So already I love where he's taking this, right? So let's see what his moment of crisis was. We had labored around the clock for three days trying to save the life of a female African elephant. She had, we suspected, acute salmonellosis a devastating intestinal disease. Despite our efforts late on a fourth night, we watched helplessly as she collapsed and died in front of us. At that moment, I stood in the elephant barn, dazed and felt defeated. We were all in anguish over her sudden illness and death. The elephant team members were distraught over the loss of one of their animals. As the veterinarian, I was upset and perplexed, even though we had the opportunity to treat her in a determined and forceful way, we couldn't save this animal. We had failed. Burdened with those thoughts and emotions, we went about the unpleasant task of notifying our bosses. Not long after, our new general manager appeared in our midst. Not knowing his intent, I was a bit anxious. But I soon discovered that despite the late hour, he had come just to be with us. He wanted to make sure that we had what we needed. It was his presence, however, and unspoken words that made all the difference. Let me tell you, already I'm in deep. This is what a great leader would do. This person gave everything they had to save that creature, and this leader came just to be there. It's incredible. Let's continue on. It says his presence was a reminder that we were not alone. He helped us keep perspective that despite the outcome, we had done what was right for the animal and the organization. The effect of this was more than a temporary morale boost. It validated our work and who we were as people. It gave us our reason to carry on. That night, the principal I learned answered my colleague's question. In a crisis, give your attention to the people. Results will follow. The leader aims to build trusting relationships, which are crucial to achieving the best outcome possible. Without even trying, he's focusing on outcome. He's focusing on individuals and interactions. I couldn't think of a more agile presence and an awesome article to display this. I didn't think it could get any better. 
until he put this part in. <laughs> he continues, here are some practical pointers for putting this principle to work. I'm going to put these in the notes as well as the link to this article. He says, great leaders see more than results as their goal. Indeed, good animal health and welfare outcomes are the results we seek. Achieving these desired outcomes requires that team members all work together. High-performing teams prioritize the development of trusting relationships as their foundation. What? That is so insanely good, right? Let's continue. Number two, as a leader, your presence during a crisis really makes a difference. A leader's primary purpose is not to direct or judge their team's actions during a crisis. Instead, the leader's role is to be present and care for the people's needs. They can provide a calm, steady hand. Their presence shows that the team is not alone in these high-pressure situations. Even if you can't be present on-site, find substantive ways to support and care for your teams in a crisis time. This person needs to be a scrum master. That's all I've got to say. Or a manager of an organization. This guy needs to be a C-level executive somewhere. Number three, the principle is an important... Is, 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 let's try it again. Number three, the principle is as important in daily work as it is during a crisis. We need to prove to our teams that their well-being is a higher priority than the situation at hand. Remember, circumstances are temporary but relationships carry us through the long haul. The best leaders know this and grow stronger when they see others succeed in their daily work. I always talk about surrounding myself with individuals who are smarter and more beautiful than I am so that I can shine bright like a diamond. This is just so powerful. Sorry, I'm getting teary. This is just a great, great representation of leadership. Finally, number four, it says, slow down and be ready to serve. He said, when I started as a veterinarian, I was always in a rush trying to complete a list of things that I needed to do. I was productive, but in a very selfish way. I was too busy to see the needs of others around me. Slowing down helped me be available to help others and to see their needs. Circumstances do not distract the best leaders. In the roughest times, they focus on people and growing trusting relationships. With that focus, they bring hope and courage to their teams. The best results will undoubtedly follow. Now, this could have easily been a Friday episode, but I decided to do it on a Monday because I feel like starting the week with something this powerful and this uplifting. Take these rules. Take these four attributes. Apply them to Agile. Apply them to your organization. Apply them to your teams. What I can tell you is this is super powerful and maybe one of my favorite articles that I've read in a long time. So I'll tell you now, Don Jansen, I don't know if you'll ever hear this podcast, but if you do, my hat's off to you, fine sir. This is brilliant. It is probably the best advice I've heard given with regard to leadership and the way they should behave. And let me tell you, I hope that these words travel the globe. I hope that you receive global recognition because there's power in the message that you just shared. And thank you for allowing me the opportunity, one of my subscribers, to share this message with you. I strongly encourage you, if you come across an article that you want me to review, if you come across a topic that you think we need to talk about, if you come across something that's going to help us be better, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Learn more at AgileDad.com. I would love to take your topic and make it a podcast episode. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.